Atonement for Me, Episode 83, Suicide Awareness. Hey Magical Misfits, it's Caden Ivy, and welcome back to Atonement for Me. So, a couple weeks ago when I was in the hospital for the second time, um, I was talking to my team and I was talking to Sheldon who does recording and sound and he let me know that one of our crew members um, had committed suicide over the weekend. Um, Over the pandemic we've had skeleton crews so we've had very very small kind of working relationships with people. Our pods are a lot smaller, the cast and crew are a lot smaller so you get to work a little bit more intimately with the people who are on your crew Um, and especially when you have a team who has worked on several projects together you kind of are already a well-oiled machine you can just go in do what you need to and you know pretty much the product that you are going to um, come out with so it's a lot easier to work with people who you already know you've worked with before without adding all these other pandemic stressors over top of it. And I know a lot of people have been having a really hard time over the past couple years and we have lost a lot of people from disease as well as accidents and there have been quite a few suicides. And... When Sheldon called to tell me, he's, he was talking about grief and just, what do we do? Because you're in shock. We, things like this seem to come out of nowhere for people on the outside. And I know how hard it is to continue on with your life when you feel like everything on the inside is just falling apart, just coming to pieces. It takes every ounce of concentration and focus and energy that you can possess in your body to just try to keep going. And that is completely overwhelming and it is completely consuming just like when I was talking about throwing up all the time last week that became my world in that second like I felt like I was dying I was so panicked I was so uncomfortable that's all you can think about in that moment and when you're in that much pain whether it's physical or mental or emotional it is all consuming it adds blinders and you cannot see past it. You cannot physically remember what it feels like to be normal, to not have that pain, to not be going through what you are going through in that moment. And it is very, very isolating and it is very, very hard to reach out at that point. You already are so hard on yourself. You feel like you're burdening other people more by trying to get the help that you need. It is not selfish. If you need help, 
It is okay to ask for it. You are the only person who can advocate for yourself, especially in those situations, and people cannot help you if they don't know what is going on. And that is probably the biggest hump to get over when you're in those situations. But being on the other side, I know, I know sometimes that you just don't have the strength to keep going. It is like any other disease. It can eat away at you and you are a casualty. And I, it's so uncomfortable to say somebody killed themselves when somebody has cancer and they've at, they're at the end and they are so exhausted they just go nobody says they killed themselves from exhaustion they say that they they died of cancer they succumbed to cancer that the cancer took over we don't do the same with mental illness we don't do the same with depression because that same exhaustion that same end when your body just gives out is the end for somebody who does have depression, who is suffering from depression. They did die of depression. The depression killed them. They didn't do it to themselves. It's not, they just had that consciousness that I'm just gonna go and end my life. Yes, it seems like that, but there are so many factors that go into it. So sometimes, sometimes it's easier on the other side to let somebody go who is suffering that much. Because if you've never been in that situation, you can't conceive how physical that mental and emotional pain can be. And just like we say to somebody who lost their battle to cancer, at least they're not in pain anymore. It's the same thing if somebody died of depression. They are not in pain anymore. So we can celebrate their life and who they were and what they stood for the exact same way as we would celebrate and honor anybody else who had died of any other disease. And it's really shocking. And it's like getting the carpet ripped out from underneath us as bystanders. Especially when Israel was waiting on a call about a project proposal from him. There's not something that they could have done if somebody had already been in that mental space, if they were already in that pain. It's not for us to decide whether or not it was right or wrong for them to be in that much pain and for them to want that to end. 
but it's also really important, especially in times like these when we've just had the pandemic, we're still living in COVID times, we're still working with the effects of being isolated for so long that it's okay that everybody is kind of stumbling at this point. But the important thing is, is to have those supports and be able to reach out and ask for and receive the help that you need should you want it. And it doesn't take away from the person that you are or were and it doesn't shatter a future of what could have been. It's always the here and now that's important and it's important to remember the person as opposed to the manner of their death. So if you're feeling like you're getting along that path and you're starting to head down that really dark road and you don't want to reach out, talk to people. Even if it's somebody anonymous online, sometimes it's good to just word vomit out to somebody who doesn't know the entire story. But it's important for us to feel the feelings we do so that we recognize them and that we know how to deal with them, how to process them, and how to channel them in a healthy manner. And that's just the tea.